I want to talk to you about Barrel Buddy. Uh, Stu, when's the last time you cleaned your gun? Never. <laughs> never would be yes, the correct answer, correct but I could answer. lie. Yeah, that might could, be better. No, it's not. No. It's never better to lie. Darn it. Um, he doesn't clean his guns because he doesn't use his guns. So, you know, <laughs> there's a good chance he shoots himself in the middle of the night. Well, if which end do you, by the way, which yeah, end okay. do you point? <laughs> yeah, the small round one. Okay. Uh, okay, so shooting guns, great. Cleaning guns sucks. And my wife will never let me do it in the house because she's like, get stuff all over the table. And it's gross and gritty and oil everywhere. I hate it. Uh, Until I found Barrel Buddy. Barrel Barrel Buddy is the easiest way to clean your gun and the best way. It's a 3D cylinder made up of polymers and it doesn't leave behind any residual particles. No mess. It cleans by scrubbing and collecting the particulates, then absorbs any remaining residue and buffs the interior surface clean it it's also made here in america and cleans the rifling i've never seen that before you pull it out and you'll see the rifling uh uh on the barrel buddy when you pull it out if you're serious about taking good care of your guns barrel buddy is the way to go go to barrelbuddy.com that's barrelbuddy.com do it now barrelbuddy.com Today, there is a key vote on ousting McCarthy. Uh, it is set later today. The House just has to take a simple vote. Do we replace him or not? Um, I would love to see him replaced. But what's the plan, Republicans? What's your plan? I'm so disgusted by this whole thing been waiting to talk to chip roy about it he's on with me in 60 seconds first 20 years ago a stunning development in sleepwear emerged on the scene when mike lindell introduced the world to my pillow well now 20 years later he's upgraded the original pillow with new technology the my pillow 2.0 that has the same patented adjustable feel it is really amazing when you say adjustable it doesn't make sense until you've slept on it it's crazy but he now has it with fabric that's made with temperature-regulating thread. This is the smoothest, coolest pillow you're ever going to own. So, I don't know why that sounded like my pillow is suddenly Leonardo DiCaprio. It's the smoothest, coolest pillow you'll ever sleep on. Anyway, more comfortable than before. Normally, a queen-size MyPillow is 2.0 at $79.98. A limited time, when you go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code BECK, you'll get it for $39.99. That's 40 bucks and a penny off. This pillow comes with a 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. It's MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com, 800-966-3117. Make sure you enter the promo code BECK. Chip Roy. Glenn, how are you, sir? Well, 
probably about as good as you are. <laughs> what are we to make? First of all, uh, what the hell happened? <laughs> well, first of all, I am good because I have faith in my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and we're all <laughs> on this planet for a brief spell. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Second of all, um, this too shall pass. This country has gone through a lot. We've got to figure out what to do now to change its course. You and I have talked about it repeatedly on this show with your listeners. We are going to have a vote today uh, led by, obviously, it's not just Matt Gates. Let's be clear. There's at least six or seven, maybe eight guys uh, who reflect the frustration of the American people who believe the status quo is unacceptable. And I 100% agree with them. We have a tactical difference on timing. I don't believe that you yank the coach at the beginning of the fourth quarter. You play the coach through the fourth quarter. And to me, that's sometime through into December when we continue the play that we're trying to do on the Ukraine issue and on the spending and the appropriations bills that we all ask to get done. Yes, by September 30th. But in truth, that's only happened four times in 50 years in my lifetime. I want to play this out. That being said, let me just tell you, if you'll indulge me for one minute, maybe two. This is the speech that I read to the Republican conference this morning. I said that no matter what happens with the speaker at the moment, if nothing changes, we will be campaigning on March 31st with a leading candidate who has a number of variables, just to put it mildly. We will be campaigning on March 31st with the following, an extension of the debt ceiling until January 25 of $4 trillion, done with Democrats a Ukraine funding of an additional X billion dollars, because that's what the Republican establishment wants, unless we fight it. Probably well over 50 billion, Glenn, if we don't fight it. Unoffset, unpaid for. 16 billion of disaster package that was just passed on a CR, not paid for. Even if we do the appropriations bills, go to conference, and in the 50-50 chance we don't get jammed and rolled with an omnibus bill, maybe we get the 1% cut to spending that the debt deal got done. Maybe. But we blow past it with $100 billion of supplemental spending. The Inflation Reduction Act remains fully intact. The IRS remained 80% expanded and intact. We will likely not have impeached Mayorkas. It's 50-50 at best that we will impeach Biden, depending on what happens with the evidence. We will not have full COVID reckoning. We will not have passed a 10-year balanced budget. The DOD will likely still be woke and no accountability for Afghanistan. The DOJ will likely still be weaponized. And importantly, the Senate will try to confuse everybody with a shiny object, crappy border security package, link that to Ukraine and say, we did it. We secured the border and we will get 50 billion or 80 billion of Ukraine funding because we secured the border and it'll be garbage. The only thing standing in the way of that being the truth and us changing it is a small group of us willing to try to fight. I will not throw my friends under the bus who want to call the question, I will, I will stick with my tactical position that I'm not going to currently today agree. I will vote to table the motion because I would give a month to go figure this out heading to Thanksgiving because we've been talking through these things. But we're going to proceed either way, Glenn. We're going to lock arms and figure out how to fight and change this because what the list I just read to you is unacceptable. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. He won't uh, be removed today, uh, and uh, nothing will happen in the next 45 days. 
And then uh, coincidentally, I don't know if you've done the math, but 45 days brings us right up to the holidays. Uh, So we're right there at Thanksgiving and Christmas where everything always goes and is buried by Congress at that time. So, uh, you know, if if you don't get it done this next time in 45 days, it doesn't happen. And then you're going to have to replace them. And here's my question with whom? What is the game plan? Who who is it that you are going to not you but the 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 good guys that are standing up? Who is it that they're going to get cuz there are people now afraid we could get a democrat in there. Well that of course was the argument last January. Um I, again, do not support the tactic for the reason you just described, because I believe we need to force the conference to a reckoning, because let's be honest, the speaker reflects the conference. When I read the thing I just read to you this morning in the Republican conference meeting, crickets, crickets, the vast majority of Republicans are totally fine with increasing spending, kicking the can down the road, saying, oh, the next president will save us. Oh, we need to win the Senate. Oh, we need a bigger majority. Look, I understand the difficulty of the moment. So do you, Glenn. Neither you nor I expect us to get every single thing we want in this divided government. But at some point, you have to pick a major fight and mean it. Democrats do that all the time. All the time. When are we going to pick a major fight and mean it? If we're going to throw down on the border and that means accepting some Ukraine spending I would prefer not to, then let's pick that fight. If we need to kill all dollars to Ukraine, and that means we're not going to address the border fast enough, okay, let's pick that fight. I can't get a, a clear signal from our leadership as to what path we are going to choose to go win these fights. So to answer your question, I do. I look, I'm staying focused on the policy. As we speak this morning, I'm having conversations with senators, people here trying to figure out how to make sure we define the border security the way it needs to be defined. Had meetings this morning on what we can do to constrain Ukraine spending and make the case for why that's not in our best case international interest. Make the case for why we need to constrain spending in the appropriations package. I was on the rules committee last night holding the line. A lot of good things have occurred this year. The border bill is phenomenal, Right. The, the bill we put together for Limit, Save, Grow was phenomenal until it got abandoned. The National Defense Authorization Act is conservative. The DOD appropriations bill is pretty strong. But all of that goes out the window if you don't finish the job. So my position is finish the job and we hold accountable. So, but if they end up vacating today, well, we're going to have to go find a speaker. So tell me what the speaker's plan is. I mean... You know, he says, well, 45 days and then we're going to pass all these things. That's such bull crap. I mean, I wanted him to prove prove me wrong, but I don't believe it. it we're going to come down to the end of the 45 days and they're going to oh, Republicans want to shut down the cars and they're going to fold again. What's his plan? That is my problem, Glenn. And this is what I raised at the conference this morning. And that is the question I continue to force. At this point, my tactical choice would be to do what I was doing yesterday and the day before and and last week after the Saturday decision on the 45-day CR, which is sit down and say, Mr. Speaker, we have got to get this done before Thanksgiving. They, the Democrats, want Ukraine funding more than anything in the world. And we Republicans want border security. 
and we want to hold down spending at a bare minimum. So what are we going to do to make that happen? He seems to have bet his speakership, if he even survives this week, on accomplishing that objective, holding Ukraine to some level that matches the conference's perspective, spread out over time with border security attached, and use the appropriations process. Let me, let me give you another example without giving away individual names of it, a private meeting. An individual who is very conservative slash more populist libertarian made an impassioned speech for why our uh, processes and openness is a massive change compared to Boehner and Paul Ryan. But the American people don't care about that, right? I mean, they might care a little, but they want results. But this is moving the Titanic around. We are with the reason you all know a lot of what's happening is because we've opened it up. We've exposed it. We're telling you in real time. We're forcing votes. We're having amendments. But we're not getting the, the results we want because our conference, frankly, isn't strongly conservative enough and the Senate sucks. So we're trying to manage through that process and get to a result where we actually cut spending, actually hold the supplementals, actually reduce or restrict, constrain Ukraine actually secure the border. I haven't given up on that, even though you and I are both as cynical and frustrated as you would expect at this moment. So, Chip, I, first of all, I don't want you to feel my frustration is pointed to you at all, because I, I prayed for you this weekend thinking he has got to be just beside himself, because um, I know how hard you're working on this. Do you, have you been struggling at all with, am I being duped? Am I being duped? Am I being, am, I mean, because I know I would if I were you. I would probably do exactly what you're doing now because it seems reasonable to me. Um, but I feel like I would be saying, yeah, but I, I mean, why should I trust them? So you shouldn't, and I don't. I trust no one for the most part in this town, particularly people who have been here for a long time. We are in the process, in my opinion, of breaking this town and creating coalitions in which we can trust each other. I'm talking right now to my colleagues that I disagree with a little bit on their timing and tactics because I respect what they're trying to do. There are colleagues that I have who don't respect what they're trying to do. They think it's about showboating or grandstanding or fundraising. It's not. Yeah, they might grandstand and they might raise money. That's politics. But at the end of the day, it's because they're tired of watching <clears throat> the same old, same old and the status quo. Again, Glenn, I want to reiterate to all the listeners out there who are going, well, Chip, why won't you join? Them? Well, I might at some point. The issue here is how do we navigate from right now to a place where we can go try to get a victory for the American people? Our country can't wait 16 months for Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or anyone else to get in and shake things up in the White House without massive damage. So for me, I want to get a victory for the people, not just a political victory. So that list I read, crickets. Your conference, your Republican conference, I want every listener out there to know, while they're moving in the right direction, at the end of the day, their reflex is still to be totally okay with increased spending, totally okay with, well, we might have to deal with the border at some point, totally okay with more money for Ukraine because Putin bad. And so I'm just telling you, you get the speaker that reflects the conference. Some of us are trying to shift that, and it doesn't happen as fast as you or I or your listeners would like. 
Well, it doesn't sound like an extremist uh, to me. It sounds like a constitutionalist uh, and somebody who is trying to think it out. Uh, when you say crickets, I just want to make sure I understand. Not because they were shocked by it, like, oh, crap, we're in trouble, but because they, don't, they didn't see a problem with it. Well, I would state it this way. In fact, one member got up to the mic and said, we can't address those things until we have the White House, to which I'd say, poppycock. That's just not true. The, the, there are we can't do them all. Look, look, Gwen. I mean, I can't possibly say you and I, with the 221 majority, can kill Ukraine, fully secure the border, no, gut spending the levels that you and I would do it, fire my orcas, you know, impeach Biden. Like, I get it. But can we get one of those damn things? One, <laughs> right? Give me an actual spending cut that I can go be proud of. Don't give me more bull crap supplemental spending actually secure the border and don't give me you're like well it's got to be a bicameral bipartisan bill or we'll never get it through got to get a gang of no kiss my ass you want ukraine funding then give me the border okay all right you don't want to cut that deal then fine zero out ukraine funding like give me a win that we can go to the american people and said we fought for you and we won that's what i'm trying to tell the conference some are there i got a whole lot of text messages in that room saying hey i, I thank you for saying that but you know what? That still doesn't get us there because the conference has to be moved. You guys are moving them. Don't give up. Hold the fi- hold the line. But don't roast everybody in a stupid social media, uh, you know, attack because you don't agree with the tactical play. Right. Chip Roy's a rhino. Fine. Call me a rhino. I don't give a damn. What I'm saying is don't go after Gates for being a showboat and don't go after Chip Roy for being a rhino because we disagree on the tactics. Well, you've got a block of people from the 20, and it's growing, who are fed up. And that doesn't get you much, but it gets you a lot when you talk about we're building a momentum here. Don't lose faith. Like, we're years into this mess in Washington, and we don't have the White House, and we don't have the Senate, and we had 221 in the frickin' House. So we're trying to move the needle. I am not going to lay down on this. I'm not going to allow them to train, you know, roll, us, roll over us with Ukraine funding, without getting border security. Ukraine funding has got to be cut. We've got to offset supplementals. These are the fights we need to have right now, and we got to keep fighting. Chip, I'm out of time. I just need a simple answer. How many votes does it, do they need to oust him today? What's I don't number? 100% know because I don't know how many Democrats are here, and the denominator okay. matters. Okay. I think you're going to get, I don't know, seven or eight who okay. will be – you know, who will vote no to table, and then we get to the motion to vacate. We may be in a position where we're choosing a new speaker. We'll see what happens in the next three hours. Okay. Thank you very much, Chip. I appreciate it. Chip Roy. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Sometimes it's not, you know, enough just to be careful how you spend or to make sure that you're saving money back every chance you get. Inflation is killing all of us. All of it means the value of your dollar is going down. So whatever you have in your retirement, that's going down. It will buy you less and less. So you need to have more and more money. It's the prices are not going up. The value of your dollar is going down. And that is critical to understand. I think we are headed for real trouble. I've thought this for a long time. I'm always bad at timing, but This time, I think the writing is on the wall that everybody can see it. Don't put your head in the sand. You need to be able to 
take care of your bills, buy the things you need to, save some money. How are you going to do that? $700 a month is the average savings with American Financing. American Financing at 800-906-2440. Your house is much is is a much greater thing to hold on to than your money. Please, American Financing can help you. 800-906-2440. Americanfinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. So the Democrats are trying to make deals uh, with McCarthy to uh, make sure that he stays in. Seemed like uh, Chip Roy's advice for the situation was, I don't know, have a plan. (laughs) That seemed to be where he was. And I think he's right on that. I mean, like just being mad isn't enough, right? You need to know what you're doing and you need to really have this all planned out. And it's hard to plan because there's so many variables. As he pointed out, he doesn't even know how many votes you need because of all the variables that are out there. But having a plan and basically it's like one of those things when you're an attorney you don't want to ask a question that you don't know the answer to already mm-hmm. that's where we are with this like mm-hmm. you, you need to know you need to know how this plays out like at least with you some certainty you can't i mean you storm out of your office and say i quit you're an idiot unless you have here's here it is never run from something run to something mm. right now mm. this is running away from mccarthy okay i'm fine with that but what are we running toward you can't just run away you have to run toward so where are we running and i think that's what you meant by you know have a plan and what chip says has have a plan who's going to replace him who's going to replace him what is your strategy I mean, if you remember back the last time this really happened was John Boehner, right? And Boehner, everyone wanted Boehner out, right? Mm-hmm. And so they threw him out, and then they couldn't come to any conclusion. They couldn't figure it out, mm-hmm. and it came out, we wind up with Paul Ryan. Like, that's how that worked out last time with a bigger majority and, a, and much better prospects, right? And Ryan, look, maybe preferable, I, I would argue maybe even preferable to Boehner because Boehner was really yeah. rough. But still, I don't think the conservative movement looks back and goes, oh, that was those Paul Ryan... Uh, Speaker of the House years were wonderful. Horrible. And I don't think we have nearly as good a plan as that going forward. So I'm very, I'm nervous how this could play out. The Glenn Beck Program. Now, if you thought buying was, uh, or borrowing was getting pricier, you're, you're not wrong. Thanks to the Fed's rate hikes, everything from homes to cars is now out of reach for many Americans. Guess what? Fed's not slowing down anytime soon. They're tightening the belt Still, when you have this kind of economic problem, you can turn your back on them for so long. That's what the government's been doing. You, you can't do that forever. And time is running out, and it'll run out before, for us before it runs out for the government. You need a hedge against insanity. Please do yourself a favor and give Goldline a call today. Gold and precious metals are, have always been a stable and safe way to protect against inflation. And Goldline can help you determine how much your portfolio is right to invest. Uh, 
I have about maybe 10% if I hadn't lost it in that boating accident. What do you have? What do you have in these uncertain times? Call Goldline now for all of the tubes or boxes of the historic $5 Gold Liberty or Indian coins. You're going to have five pack of Goldline's coveted two ounce silver maple flex bars. Goldline, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Maybe we should start a boating safety course on Blaze TV because so many people have these problems. Yeah. Yeah. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. On tomorrow's Wednesday night special, the one family that uh, the Biden administration seems they want removed. Uh, and they're here legally. They, uh, they came in the right way. They've been playing by the rules. They've been here for, I don't know, 10 or 11 years, I think. Um, they're a, they are an amnesty case. They came from Germany where they were being threatened. Their kids would be taken away from them. Uh, they had all kinds of problems, fines, uh, even facing possible jail time if they go back because they wouldn't put their kids in the school because of the things they were being taught. So they homeschooled them. That's illegal. They came here to America uh, and uh, we accepted them. But now Biden wants to get rid of them and he's sending them back. They're going to be with me uh, here in the studio on Wednesday night. And then on Thursday, we're going to do a, a kickoff um, of a, a project that you are essential in. Bible use in America is currently at its lowest point in over a decade. Only 39% of Americans use the Bible. I'm shocked it's that high. But in 2021, that number was 50%. So from 2021 to 2023, we've gone from 50% of us using the Bible to 39%. That's a little rapid. Hmm. Now, that's the bad news. Here's the good. 71% of Americans are curious about the Bible. Half of Gen Z say they're extremely curious. That's 31% that doesn't read the Bible, but kind of wants to. We have to close this gap. And coming up on Thursday, a very important show. I am dedicating all three hours of this broadcast. I've never done this before. I'm dedicating all three hours of this broadcast to talk about the only thing that can actually pull America out of this downward spiral, and that is God. I'm bringing in a lineup of incredible guests to teach us how to get back in line with God in America and the consequences if we don't. Plus, I'm announcing a special project. I'll give you all of the details, but set some time away every day for the next 40 days and 40 nights. Join me on this program on Thursday. Okay. We have a, a Me Too update, if you're interested oh, in that. Oh, I love Me Too updates. Yeah, everyone loves a good Me Too update. Yeah. So, who are we, wait, who are we burning as a witch today? Oh, uh, well, we've already burned him. Oh. Uh, Trevor Bauer. So why do we care about the details or anything else? Well, I... I he's a witch. He's we've a witch. already decided. He's already been burned. Yeah. He already didn't float or did float or whatever yeah. the, <laughs> the thing was. <laughs> right. Um, so if Trevor Bauer, I know you're a huge uh, baseball fan. Glenn, follow it closely. Oh but for gosh. people who don't, yeah. uh, Trevor Bauer won the Cy Young Award, which, I, as you know, Glenn, is for... It's huge. The, the Cy Young Award is for... Those who who play a youthful game. That's uh, amen to that. Amen. amen to that. All right. So Trevor Bauer won the Cy Young for the best pitcher in the uh, National League yes. in 2020. 
I uh, won it for best shortstop. You did? Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. That's, that's something we'll have to revisit later on. Wow, uh, I can't believe I got it right that you could win it. You, you can't. You can't? Uh, okay. No, no, right. You cannot. Okay. That's right. not something that happens. Okay. So uh, <laughs> uh, he he was accused of sexual assault mm-hmm. um, by uh, a woman. And, uh, you know, uh, of course, as these things are, we believe all women in these circumstances. No, um, no, we no, don't. No, that's what we do. No, that's what we do. We just believe them immediately. We take them questions. seriously. I yes, that's a distinction there I you go. prefer. Yeah. But uh, the, you know, everyone kind of rushed to this. We believe all women thing. And to be fair, there was uh, hor- horrible photos came out of her bruised face. Um, and like, look, when you see the picture of a woman's face bruised, any good person is repulsed immediately and like you get angry and you want to take it out on whoever's responsible sure Uh, i think that's a normal and good human instinct however of course we have a justice system here in this country Mm -hmm. now bauer was never actually uh uh, charged charged with a crime or let alone convicted of a crime in this circumstance wait she was beaten supposedly by him and she never filed charges he was he was never charged i don't remember if she filed charges or she just went immediately into some sort of i mean the accusation on his part was as as it always is with these guys right a denial i didn't do anything i'm being shaken down i'm a millionaire and they're coming after my money right that's the typical way these things respond so the dodgers uh you know jump into action and release him that's a baseball team by the way glenn um and they released him also something they called people in the vietnam war that didn't want to fight and people who don't like paying their taxes Little fact. Yeah, wow. That's see again the deep baseball knowledge you have is, is on display <laughs> as usual. So they released uh, they released him. Uh, he of course would have tried to get a job, could not get one in the major leagues. He wound up having to go pitch in Japan. Um, and while this is going on, he winds up suing his accuser. Now that's a little out of the ordinary, but uh, he decides to sue his accuser. His accuser countersues them. So the past two years, this has been playing out behind the scenes as they oppose as they. Uh, proceed in in the legal realm to try to get this thing figured out ballsy to do if you're innocent right i mean if you're if you're guilty guilty. right very Very ballsy ballsy to do because you know discovery's coming right right? like people are going to look at all your text messages everything you've ever said done any footage they can get all the things right but if you're you're innocent. If you're arrogant or stupid, you could do that. We've seen many people yeah. go down this road and get burned by yeah. it, right? Yeah. So uh, apparently, just a couple days ago, this legal proceeding finally wrapped up. It was announced by Trevor, Trevor Bauer's attorney, and so a couple things happened. It appears a payment uh, went uh, from one party to the other. I'll <laughs> leave that detail to later, but the. Trevor Bauer comes out yesterday and releases a video where he is finally cleared to be able to talk about this after two years. It's important to note, like, this is his side of the story. It's also important to note, it's the first time we're really hearing his first his side of the story, which is absolutely unbelievable after two years. So he hasn't played baseball for the Dodgers for two years. Two years. He's he just got released. And he had Released, to play, and he wasn't playing anywhere in the major league. He had to go to uh, Japan to play. Oh well, that's it's the only place that they, not a that would take him again. Big deal to pretty move big deal. away out of your country to Japan, and you know lose all of this money and everything else. And not to mention, uh, his reputation is completely destroyed. I mean, like every I, every reporter came out and just basically reported as if this terrible person had 
um, gone after this feeble, poor woman and and beat her up. And and he was guilty. That was really the way it was reported. This is why the truth matters. Mm. This is why we don't jump to conclusions uh, and you always tell the truth. Uh, sometimes it doesn't work out for you, but eventually it does. Apparently, uh, this is well. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, we'll see how this is treated. But this just came out yesterday, and so again, as I said, this is his side of the story. I have not seen any deep reporting on all of his claims here, uh, but he has quite the amount of receipts when it comes to this. What does he have? Story. Let's. We have a video. Do you want to oh, hear yeah, some yeah, of yeah, him? Yeah. Yeah. Sure, this go. is Trevor Bauer, former Dodger. Next victim, star pitcher for the Dodgers. A text Lindsay Hill sent to a friend before she ever even met me. What should I steal? She asked another in reference to visiting my house for the first time. The answer, take his money. So how might that work? I'm going to his house Wednesday, she said. I already have my hooks in. You know how I roll. Then after the first time we met, net worth is 51 mil, she said. You better secure the bag, was the response. Uh, but, but how was she gonna do that? Need daddy to choke me out, she said. Being an absolute whore to try to get in on his 51 million. Jeez. Read another text. Unbelievable. Uh, then, after the second time we met, former Padres pitcher Jacob Nix told her, you got to get this bag. I'll give you 50000 Lindsay replied. Her AA sponsor asked her at one point, do you feel a tiny bit guilty? Not really, she replied. Since then, her legal team has approached me multiple times about coming to a financial settlement. But, as I have done since day one, I refuse to pay her even a single cent. Good for you. Uh, in August of 2021, Lindsay Hill's claims were heard in court. And during those legal proceedings, critical information was deliberately and unlawfully concealed from me and my legal team. Uh, information like this video, which was taken by Lindsay Hill herself the morning after she claimed she was brutally attacked, emotionally traumatized, and desperate to get away from me. The morning after. And now we have the metadata, so there can be no dispute. Uh, it was taken mere minutes before she left my house on the morning of May 16th, 2021. After hearing the evidence available to her, Judge Diana Gold Saltman found that Lindsay Hill had misled the court. She found her claims to be materially misleading. Uh, she denied her request for a domestic violence restraining order, and she found that no sexual assault or non-consensual conduct took place. As I've said from day one, I never sexually assaulted Lindsay Hill, or anyone else for that matter. Uh, so I sued her, which prompted her to countersue me. Quite frankly, regardless of the outcome in court, I've paid significantly more in legal fees than Lindsay Hill could ever pay me in her entire life. Uh, and I knew that would be the case going in. But the lawsuit was never about the money for me. It was the only way for me to obtain critical information to clear my name. Mm. Uh, the discovery process in that lawsuit recently concluded, at which point uh, Lindsay Hill's legal team again came to us with another proposal to resolve the case. Uh, this time, however, they weren't seeking any money from me. Having received uh, much of the information that had been hidden from us, uh, a small portion of which I've referenced here, um, I was willing to agree to the terms proposed. Both parties would drop their respective lawsuits, and neither of us would pay either side any money. Um, I also retained my right to speak publicly about the case, mm. something I have not been at liberty to do since June of 2021. So, as of today, both lawsuits have been settled. Now, over the last two years, I've been forced to defend my integrity uh, and my reputation in a very public setting. But hopefully this is the last time I have to do so, as I'd prefer to just remain focused on doing my job, uh, winning baseball games and entertaining fans around the world. So today, I'm happy to be moving on with my life. Jeez. I mean, that is like... Jeez. Now, it, that is... That's horrendous when he's talking about these texts he's showing the text yes. in court documents so these are not just like made up 
things. Maybe we'll learn something else. Maybe there's some hole in the story we don't recognize, and it's always important to... to See, you know, and this is one of the things that is different when you're in a civil suit against some other citizen. Mm. If you are going against the government, the government, if, if it is the state, capital S, if it is the state against you, they hold all the cards. They have all the money. And if they don't want, if they say something is national security, it's national security. And you, but you like, but wait, I, that is the evidence. Sorry, national security. We can't do anything about it. That's why you can't have an out of control government. You can't have a corrupt justice system and a corrupt DOJ and FBI because they can make it look any way they want and claim national security. I'm sorry, this is a terroristic threat. We can't really talk about it. And you never get that moment. That's I'm happy for him. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to go a long way and maybe is powerful enough to actually reverse what's happened. And maybe he does get another chance in, in yeah, the major leagues. And he's lost two years. Yeah, he's lost two years. Now, there have been, you know, like, there's other stuff. I mean, people said uh, after this person came out, there were a couple of other people who came out. You never know if that stuff is true or people are piggybacking on the claims. Who knows? But look, when you have a chance to clear your name with evidence like that, it's hard, it's hard to deny that there's well, something Well, I mean, very- she showed bruises the day before. So I think it was. I think she showed the the pictures came later, but the 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 video he had was from the day after she claimed she was assaulted. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Donna wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She said, "I could not use my right hand because it was swollen with arthritis so badly. I used to wake up screaming in pain even, but I woke up this morning and my right hand isn't even swollen, let alone painful." I think I'll be able to start sewing again. I'm amazed. Thank you, Donna. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you for writing in. Thanks for giving Relief Factor a try. Uh, the three-week quick start is $19.95. You take it. You take it for three weeks. If it's not working for you, if you're not seeing any results, it's probably not going to work for you, so you can stop taking it. So, yes, you lose 20 bucks, but 70% of the people who take it go on to order more month after month. They're like me or Donna relieffactor.com relieffactor.com call 800 the number four relief 800 the number four relief relieffactor.com feel the difference glenn back Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Thank you so much for uh, listening. Hey, the EPA uh, has given some states some grants that will fund the green policies that uh, they couldn't get at the federal level. So uh, I'm glad we I'm glad we have that green energy stocks uh, down because of the high interest rates. Apparently, we we hmm. can't build those windmills because uh, because of that. Ugh, I hate when that happens. Borrowing money to build windmills. Yeah. Good heavens. I mean, if you're a lender, uh, it would be like, get out of my office. Yeah. Get out of my office. Uh, there's a couple of really kind of interesting things that happen with the uh, the uh, border um, border towns. Apparently, uh, Eagles Pass. They've come out and said they don't really have any sympathy for uh, 
for Mayor Adams uh, or New York. None. Uh, really? Yeah, they're like, huh, huh. What about Kathy Hochul? They probably have some sympathy for her. No, they they actually, they don't. No? No. And uh, wow. Kathy Hochul, you know, now is saying, hey, uh, we should rethink all of these policies. Yeah. We have enough now. No more. Really? It was great. Because we didn't send you more. In her 2023 statement about this, where mm-hmm. she said, oh, the board is a little too open for our tastes. Uh-huh. Um, she cited the Statue of Liberty. Yes. Because I don't know if yes. you know this, Glenn, the Statue of Liberty is in New York. <laughs> and yeah. she's the governor of New York. Yeah. So, so she's like pals. That. Yeah. And then we played this last night on Studios America, her statement from 2021, mm-hmm. which was, we love having people come to our state. Yeah. We're not going right. to be haters, blah, 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 blah. By the way, did you know the Statue of Liberty is mm. in our harbor? And well, blah, 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 blah. So like, it's yeah. like she gets to use the Statue of Liberty when she's saying, close the border and open it. Yeah, but I think the Statue uh, of Liberty feels a little whorish at this point. She's like, <laughs> Stop I, using do I have me. to sleep around with everybody? Uh, Chicago leaders are now debating the sanctuary status uh, in Chicago. Uh, Bill Clinton, who has always been for, you know... Uh, the right to shelter law. He says, yeah, I think we might need to change the right to shelter laws. <laughs> yeah, really? Wow. Really? So that's some good news. There's at least people opening their eyes and going, wait a minute, I thought this was just going to happen in red states. Why is this happening to us? Yeah. Sucks to be you, doesn't it?